All right. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. (laughs) Oh, man. As usual, we have an exciting show for you today, boys and girls. Uh, We have the crew back in effect. We got Let's Talk About Lex. We got Dr. Kimberly Reese. Ma'am. I was yep, yep. Not tequila tonight, not wine. Oh, oh. You know what? <laughs> I was about to ask you what you drinking on because I saw you take a big old go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I am just disappointed in myself because once again, I did not go to the liquor Damn. store. You know this comes up every week. I know. But you know, listen, <laughs> I am high-key terrified of coronavirus and people where I live don't understand that masks are a thing. So I stay okay. in the house. So where you I, are, I, can I alcohol uh, be delivered? Because it can't be delivered in Alabama. Okay, great. Dang, y'all. Y'all want me to send y'all a care package? <laughs> I'll okay. be uh, closer to your way this weekend, so I'm a I'm a stock up. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to make that trip. You know, yeah. be masked up. I don't know. Everybody just kind of like, oh, it's over, and just doing what they want to do. Like, I've been getting mask shame uh, when I go out. They're like, oh, you still wearing a mask? Uh, yes, I'm still wearing a mask. Um, Is coronavirus still a thing? Right. Did, did <laughs> I not? Did I miss a news report in the last 20 minutes? Um, wow. Did, did something happen? Did we have a vaccine come out? Like, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I meant to tell y'all that I got mask shamed yesterday and I didn't like that. <laughs> it's been three months and I've been out three or four times, literally. In three months. Listen. And every time I go out, I'm I'm in the minority with my mask. <laughs> it's me and the employees of wherever I'm at. But the customers, yeah. raw dogging is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say real quick before we get into it, like, you know, I've returned to work uh, and it's I'm on week three. And uh, yesterday I had a client pop up on the job. Now, our building is not letting people who do not work in the building in the building. So this client decided, oh, I want to know what's going on, like, you know, with what y'all doing. So let me just pop up on you and we're going to have a sit down about everything. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, And the the way our building is right now, they didn't even let him in the lobby. (laughs) I went downstairs to the lobby. I said, "Uh, where is he? Security was like, he out there. And was like out there (laughs) by the parking deck. I was like, oh, I hollered. I was so. <laughs> I I was like, oh wow. So yeah, I, I went out there and got him. Not a mask to first. Not one mask. Not one glove. But his companion had he. She was suited up, ready to go. And I said, why didn't you make sure he was suited up, ready to go? I told him. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he didn't bring it. I told him. And so when we brought him up to the office, we shamed him there too. We were like, where's your mask? And he was just like, oh, you know, I forgot. And he was making me so anxious because he was touching things in the office. He was like trying to explain it. He's one of those hand talkers. So he's talking with his hands, but he's touching the table. We had a box of Kleenex on the table. He's touching the Kleenex. Like it was really, it was making me uncomfortable. 
So yeah, like I, I want to be home so bad. So I, I'm, I'm so jealous of you guys for only going out three to four times Listen, in three months. If I could, I went I, home to vote. That is it in the last <laughs> three months. So, yeah, and even that was very. Oh my gosh, that that made me so anxious. Like. <laughs> Because even though like they have the the stickers on the floor that shows how far apart you're supposed to be, you think people did that? No. Yeah. All right. So uh, we have a guest with us again this week, and I want to introduce our girl Oso Wright. Oso Wright is a woman raised on Southern classics like Dumbo, Booty Shake Music, Lightning Bugs, and Coca Cola. An avid lover of Black folk. You can find her curating Black musical experiences, reading works by Black writers, and supporting other Black-owned things. In short, she is Blackity Black. <laughs> All right, so welcome, Oso Wright. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. me. I just want to point out that of the three of us, I have known Oso Wright the least amount of time, and I have known her for 22 years at this point. Dang! That's the hell. Yikes. Yeah, we we go way back. Yes, yes. Go ahead and throw yours out there, Britt. I'm not, you see him over here like counting. I don't know if you can see me. I'm like sitting here like, okay. 13. And then I'm not going to say nothing else after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. That's all I'm going to say. Because well, <laughs> you know I'm only uh, 18. I'll throw it out there. Um, I'm sitting at 30 in September. Woo! <laughs> 30 years of knowing our guests. So, yeah. So, Why y'all was in know? like the womb. We, we like, met in kindergarten. Oh, okay. <laughs> She she wrote her name on the board and I said, Hey, that's that's my last name too. And we've we've been friends ever since. Oh it's so, so cute. Yes. Dang. So needless to say, we got a lot of history between all of us. Um and I didn't even realize it until just now that everybody was like connected and for such a long length of time. But um, that just goes to show that, you know, we keep good people around here. Oh, and I'm glad I got my girls, you know? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. All right. So um, we're going to go ahead and move into the flavor cover story of the week. Um, so some of you may have heard about this by now, but um, a young comedian by the name of B. Simone went on uh, Nick Cannon's, I think it's his serious uh, radio show and said something to the effect of she does not want to date a man with a nine to five. And when he asked why, she said that she wants someone who can understand why she's up at 3 a.m. in the morning working. Um, This comment uh, <laughs> created what you might call a firestorm of reactions um, mm. to people saying, responding to her comments, agreeing, 
disagreeing, um, all kinds of stuff. So my question for y'all is what are your thoughts on your potential partner's um, way of income, method of income? Right? Do you care if your man has a nine to five or if he's an entrepreneur? I'll start. It- um, okay. As someone who works non-traditional hours and every Saturday. <laughs> it can be hard if you're used to, if you date, if I were to date somebody with a nine to five, it can be a little hard because, you know, those people are used to being being able to do Saturday, something Saturday and Sunday, whereas to me, my Wednesdays is popping. <laughs> So I mean, it really just, um, it depends. I'm not going to say I would, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say that at all. And I think that, I think you just have to find somebody that understands, um, what, what you do to totally rule out a nine to five. She might be blocking her blessing. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Brett. Same, as long as it's legal and ain't nobody beating down my door talking about some where were you on such and such and such night at such and such time you know we've had this conversation about like uh people in their jobs you know i like to know what you do you know so we ain't rolling by the bank and you talking about you know you got to stop by work and next thing you know you holding the place up and you running out to us, drive, drive. And you know, <laughs> I'm like, this is not what you told me that you did. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm open to whatever. Like I said, as long as it's legit, you know, we can work around. If I really like you, then we'll make it work. I had all kinds of questions. And maybe this is just because I ask questions for a living. Uh, but first I was like, wait, what constitutes a nine to five, right? I don't work for myself. I do a little work for myself on the side, but primarily my paycheck comes from somewhere else. Um, and I work crazy hours. So I only have to be somewhere, you know, a few hours a week, but the rest of the week I'm at home plugging away. So granted I don't do this because I have an old person sleep schedule but I could be I could very well be up at 3 in the morning plugging away if you know I had the energy of a 20 something year old but um yeah it just seems so short sighted to me I suppose Mm, like I come from a family of entrepreneurs so I know what goes into that. It's a lot of work. And it's, there are a lot of headaches involved. Um, but yeah, to me, it's mostly... Um, is what you do legal? Can you sustain yourself on your income? I don't care if you do that 9 to 5 or if you own the thing. <laughs> I just don't. Legal. What about you? Also, right... What you think? Yeah. Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I'm not tripping about nobody's work schedule. Like, at all. Um, 
I, especially because I work a traditional nine to five, but also have a son. So like my weekends and, you know, like my schedule is not something that's set every week. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't matter to me. It's an entrepreneur, like I'm, I'm happy that you're doing something, that you're making your money, whether it's you want, you're an entrepreneur, whether, you know what I'm saying, you hustling, as long as it's legal, as Britt said, because, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to get caught up in nobody's bullshit. No. No, because, um, yeah, it's, um, it's more important that, you know, you're doing something that you, that's sustaining you, that's keeping you fed, that's keeping you taken care of, um, especially something that in an entrepreneur sense like if it makes you happy if it's serving you hey do your thing do your thing I agree as long as you yeah. understand it because there might be some days where I'm walking in the house at 3 o'clock in the morning depending on what's going on at work I yes, yeah. Um, right. I've had a job like that. And I'm like, you know, I need folks to be real understanding because like I, w- I come in at like six o'clock in the morning and I need you to trust that I'm where I say I am. Like gr- trust I would not be out at no six o'clock in the morning if I didn't have to be. So listen, <laughs> right. And it it seems like there's a lot of assuming what people know. Right. Like I feel like people there are people who work nine to five who understand that entrepreneurs have crazy hours or that other jobs have crazy hours like ruling somebody out because they work a standard work day just seems odd to me me too steady stable income you are right and legal you are right (laughs) I am not mad at your W2 okay (laughs) 1099 if the job is right. <laughs> right, right. Right. And you are responsible enough to pay, uh, to put away the appropriate amount for taxes. To pay that good Uncle Sam, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Be some honest found herself in a world of trouble these past two weeks. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have been seeing her, like, she's been trending. I'm just like, ooh, I'm this ain't, I'm pretty sure what she was hoping for, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, she she definitely got me on that one. I was like, um, no nine to five. Like who, who just, who turns down the fact that they even want a guy with a job, period. But now you being picky about what his job is? <laughs> I'm not about to block my blessing like that. I'm not gonna do it. Can't do it. Right, and mm-hmm. not five is like the most stable thing usually. <laughs> so Listen. she's talking about she a comedian. How often are you getting shows? Especially now. <laughs> and that's what I'm about to be say. wide open. <laughs> what you doing right now? <laughs> Lots of entrepreneurs are really struggling right now in this moment. But she does does she have mm-hmm. a cosmetics line or did I make that up? Yeah, I think I see. I don't know if she does. I ain't about nothing. So <laughs> when I think about makeup, I really don't think about B. Simone. So listen, I think she has a gloss or something. Um, <laughs> oh, good for her. But <laughs> a gloss. <laughs> <laughs> that was real shady. Like, okay. <laughs> I think she has a gloss. 
But so it really kind of reminds me now he didn't have a nine to five, but I think about like Candy and Ty, right? Mm-hmm. And how um, he, you know, she has like 8,000 jobs and a gazillion dollars, but he was doing his thing in his line of work. Right. Of, like if Candy had the, took the position that B. Simone took, they wouldn't be married with two more kids, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially, if, uh, Especially if Mama Joyce. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if Mama Joyce had her way. <laughs> if Mama Joyce had her way, Candy would be single forever. Forever. Okay. You know, but mm, who knows? I mean, whatever what she wants. <laughs> That way, all her money and her focus could be on her. But mm-hmm. I personally think that's a bigger issue about her, <laughs> lost her first son or her, yeah, her oldest child. Her, oh but yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole mm. nother story for a whole nother day. Agreed. Mm. Speaking of stories, I think it's gonna be story time. We're gonna do living. We our, our, our guest Osa Wright has decided to bless us with her living single story. So take it away. Oh, yes. So you all have been um, talking about online dating. And so I wanted to share my Tinder story, my Tinder experience. Um, as Lex knows, like I've been super resistant to online dating. Um <laughs> even more so like talking about tinder and all that so this is i guess probably this has been a minute because i think i've gotten on tinder once for maybe like three weeks and another time for maybe a little bit longer but yeah normally i just i can't do it i haven't been able to and this is one of the reasons why so i'm on tinder and um i connect with the guy and we're texting through the app and it's all good. You know, he asked me what kind of things do I like to do? Um, like, and you know, I told him, I said, I like music. I like going to shows, you know, I like going to bars, I like going to dance clubs, video games, like anything, eating, I'm pretty easy. And so he's like, okay, um, that sounds good. So he and I take it off of Tinder. So now we're texting with our phone numbers. And um, we we spent like a whole day texting. I was I was at work and you know, the conversation was just cool. Like no, no pressure. So we talked about meeting up. Um, he said, yeah, you know, I figured we could play video games. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I would love to go to play video games on a first date or meet up, whatever fuck they calling it right now, right? Mm-hmm. That um, next day, I'm like, okay, so what? where did you want to meet for, for, you know, play video games? He's like, well, I get off work around five. I usually stop at Publix for a sub, and then I'm at my house, I'm at the career playing, you know, playing Call of Duty. I'm like, okay, so where do you want to meet? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what? Monster. I'm like so confused right now. Like, what are we saying? So now I'm like in my phone scrolling. Like, did I miss a conversation <laughs> about me coming to your house? Like, is that where you're? So then I'm like, um, you're. I said I thought we were going to play video games. He's like, yeah, we can play them at my at my crib. I'm like, yo. So you're asking me 
the first time that I meet you in person, for me to come to your residence, nigga. <laughs> mm. like, mm. I mean, I really, I really wish I could have seen, like he could have seen my face. But I'm just like, how dare you? Right. How dare you have the unmitigated gall to invite me to your apartment to play video games the first time that you meeting me? What's up? So, I have, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I have so, questions. I'm going to just write them down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I say to him, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm not coming to your house. I'm like, you know, so let's just meet up somewhere. And so now he's like, well, you know, this is usually my Friday night thing. Like I do this every Friday. I'm like, oh, and now you have the nerve to be resistant? Right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You out here on this Tinder app, on this dating, online dating app, inviting women to just come and play video games? I wonder if this has worked before. I really, you know what? I wish I had got, taken the time to get that deep into it. I really do. <laughs> Now I have you know, some follow-up questions because I'm like, is this what you're doing? Is you is this, are you really out here like this? I mean, so yeah. So I asked, I said, okay, so let me just make sure that I'm clear. <laughs> you're saying that you, you, you don't think that it's worth taking a Friday night out of your regularly scheduled programming to just meet up with me. To meet me in person, you you would rather that I risk my safety to come to your place because you don't want to step you don't want to step away from your public sub sandwich. For that. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, I'm just making sure. And he's like, well, you know, I just he was like, it's just easy. No, no, that's okay. You don't wait. You don't have it's it's easy. You're not willing to leave your house, like not even to go down the I'm street. Right, man, something's obviously wrong with you. Wow. So, and but and then after that, I was really like soured on online dating because it wasn't just him. Because then it was some other, you know, weirdos and just like man, like some people like they want to spend the whole time texting. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, so I figured, you know what? Maybe this is just not. It's just not for me. So yeah, that was my. I've, and I have. I don't have a lot more, but definitely that one. And then I do remember recall an Asian guy. I did. We we did match on Tinder, and that was interesting because I asked. Oh yeah. I, and I was like, you know. Um. What's up? Like, how did you, how'd you end up on me? You know, like, do you this is like straight out of a Issa Rae show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, when I asked him that, he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Because it's very rare that um, that I, I've ever had anyone outside of black men, you know, match with me or you know, showing any interest." And he was like. I don't understand. I'm a, he, and like, he got offended. He's like, I don't understand what you, why you're asking me that. He quickly. <laughs> so, hey. <laughs> 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 
do blackity black ideas. And I don't even, that was just like the tip of the blackity black. So, <laughs> I really wasn't ready. You could have had an Asian baby, but you don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have questions about Call of Duty. Um, okay. <laughs> I think you answered one of them. He eats subs every day or just right? <laughs> It sounds like every Friday is his ritual. But... Every Friday, okay. Friday. Right. Uh, I, I was confused. I get it now. Something Friday, might happen Friday. if he okay. did not get the sub on Friday. Like, was there any discussion of buying you a sub? <laughs> no. Good Were you gonna question. have to come pre You know what? I don't know um, because, like, when he invited me to his house, like, I was like, I'm done. You explain to me why. You you can't you can't come out of your house tonight. Byos, bring your own stuff. Literally, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the stories get worse and worse. Like Brit, uh, they, they wouldn't buy a, a chai latte, but at least, least he left his house. at least he didn't ask her to come to his ha- his home. That's true. And but that's, he that's... probably with his mama or somebody. So who knows? <laughs> My father. <laughs> Is are men not afraid of women? Yo, can we talk about that? Because I should have taken him up on that offer because, and I did think about that shit too. Like after I said no, I thought about you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And I'm gonna get him drunk off his fucking ass, and I'm gonna see what. The fuck, I'm gonna take this PlayStation. And then what? <laughs> <Don't throw laughs> and then what? Girl. Y'all out here, these men out here, ask, you know, inviting women over, they don't know shit about them. And you sit up here thinking that, you know, you're safe and she's not going to do nothing. Oh, you going to find the right one. Listen, because women can slip you a date rate drug just as quick as a man can. So, me Didn't Cardi talk about that? Mm. Say that again. Didn't Cardi B say something, something to the yeah. effect of like they used to do that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wondered. I wondered the same question for a while though, because men really quickly just be like, "Come over," but y'all know me like that. No you way. just be less strangers in your house, right? Because listen, I don't even want to let the maintenance man in. Right. No. Well, that's because of coronavirus. <laughs> One came to my door a couple weeks ago without no mask on. I was like, "I'll fix it myself." but i don't yeah no i don't like for strangers to know where i live let alone come in my house right because i've had a guy like where you live and i'm like oh and i'll say you know maybe like a major intersection he's like yeah but what where no you know off of georgia that that intersection right that's a long street yeah Right. <laughs> and I live down it. Or I, I was in Georgia, I'd say you got to on the east side. East side where? East. East. 20 east. The side of east. <laughs> I don't even tell the city. Like, I'm, if, if, I, if someone asks me, like, in the city, like, where, what part of town I'm in or what side, I will tell them, like, two cities over. <laughs> you ain't about to be rolling up around here. Listen. Right. Oh, I was in the neighborhood. No. When <laughs> you go out, I always wait 10 minutes after I get home to let you know I made it home. So you're not trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, that's not. Right, right, right. 
Always. And he'll put a low jack on your car. <laughs> Always. Cause... I got you, girl. <laughs> People are crazy, and I, I'm yeah. I'm just always baffled at how many men I've met that are like, "Oh, you don't want to come over." I don't no. even know your last name. <laughs> right. <laughs> we we may have had one conversation, so yeah. No. But you know, ever, even in my younger days, have I ever gone over somebody's house on the first day? I'm I'm, I'm almost positive I have never done that. <laughs> I rem- not too long ago, well, this might have been back in November, I was at the liquor store um, because I was headed to my homeboy's house for his birthday. And these two dudes were like, hey, where you going? Come with us. <laughs> <laughs> Come what? with I us. I don't know you. And I'm, what? <laughs> like I've got some candy, little girl. <laughs> so, like... What is this? What y'all do? Y'all just pick up random strangers and see. I think it's probably like the spaghetti method. Like we just gonna try and see what works. Mm. But um, yes, I I'm gonna be an axe murderer for all you know. <laughs> like what? I feel like in my t- early twenties, maybe late teens, I probably did. Um, God, yeah, probably. Looking at Listen, there have been many a situation where I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I know I didn't deserve this favor, but you gave it to me anyhow. Just thank you. Thank you. You know what else is also the serving, the saving grace with incidents like that is having a tribe of friends. Yeah. Like, hey, yes. Because <laughs> when I do make those dumb decisions, somebody's always going to know where I am. <laughs> Well, we always gonna come find you too, right? You know. <laughs> Sorry for another day. But but Brent and I have been known to travel the international streets looking for a friend of ours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo. <laughs> This is like friend was. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's what happened, though. <laughs> <laughs> we have to, have to have that conversation off the air. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> they like what? They probably said like what? Okay. Okay. Now back to um, Call of Duty. Also writes uh, dating yes. story. Yes. I have to admit, I was a little stunned to hear that you were on Tinder too. Like when you, when you said that, I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yo, uh, you know, just I, it doesn't seem natural for you. Not that it seems natural right. for anybody else, but I definitely didn't expect you to be on it. Yeah, so, real. Like, um, had you been on any online date, I think you'd be over there at Black Planet or something, but. <laughs> I had a black planet a long time ago. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's that's that is why I was so resistant. Like it just it didn't feel it didn't feel natural, like it didn't feel like I would be able to um form the type of connection that I was really looking for. And honestly, and I did learn this, like the the what I what I was looking for on online dating 
it's something that you have to have a conversation with. Like you have to have like a a, a physical attraction first because <laughs> what I was looking for was just like someone to have like a um fucking relationship with. Like but like really friends with benefits. Like the like the the literal you know definition of friends with benefits. That's what I was looking for, right? I feel like Tinder is perfect for that. That's what I was about to say. Right? You would think that. But let me tell you, when I would tell somebody this is what I'm looking for, they would still be real confused about it. Like, they would still be like, Really? Yeah. Yes. I feel like they'd be like, okay, what? Well, that's what's up. <laughs> like, I, don't oh, they, I, don't, I don't think they thought you were being for real. Like, they're probably like, what? Because a lot of men, if it's, it's, it's what I, what I've, what I've seen is like a lot of men will go one or two, one of two ways. They'll only hear the fucking, like, that's it. And then they'll be like, so when you want to get together, like, when you want to get together, what what about the friends with part? Like, right, lays right over that, right? Okay. And then the other ones are like, well, what if, you know, we start to really like each other and, you know, it's become something. (laughs) What? Why are you talking about that? (laughs) They were concerned. Oh, they got they they got friends seeing you as a wife. Yeah. So yeah, so that just wasn't working. But I do find that for for what I'm looking for, it has to happen like kind of organically, right? Because Mm -hmm. honestly, like I want it to be somebody that I'm cool with that I can, you know, talk to and like have a full conversation and not just, you know, we just fuck and just roll over and go to sleep. Like I want to be, you know, with I want to have this type of relationship where I can enjoy this company sometimes. Not all the time, not even most of the time. <laughs> Every once in a while, and we can have some good sex in the meantime too, right? So this is kind of a unicorn. I feel like I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. that's what I was looking for on Tinder, and just wasn't happening. Real. Maybe I missed this part too, but how long had you and Call of Duty been talking before he was just like come over? Was it like a day? Um, it was like less than a week. Yeah. Hello. I can, I yeah. <laughs> no. Really? Like you didn't even put in like a week's worth of effort, you know. Because sometimes if you talk long enough, like within that week, if we're talking nonstop and we're like really having some good conversation, you could feel like you've known somebody for longer and feel close enough to, you know, do that. But all this, hey, what you doing? Not even what you doing. It's W-Y-D. Right. I don't even the full sentence. W-Y-D. W-Y-D. All day. W-Y-D. W-Y-D. And then the next... Full sentence I get is come over. No, come through. Yes. Or pull up. <laughs> right. You don't never get more than two words. Like, you do get more than, than two words first thing in the morning when you get that good morning, beautiful. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. 
Good morning, Queen. <laughs> How's my beautiful black queen this morning? Oh, the fact that, that all four of us have these uh, these shared experience niggas do better <laughs> <laughs> do better damn like this makes no sense that all of us have experienced this same man like why are y'all all on the same script why are y'all all on the right same? listen Right. I wonder who told him that this works. Like, yeah, now, this I, is all. I do have do. one good morning queen guy who, who actually was about something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that, that was one. <laughs> um, oh. But, yeah. Mm. So, okay, so you got the unicorn. That's where it went. Okay. Well, no. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Another after show topic. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think we'll get into that next week, actually. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. just... Niggas always have audacity. Just All the audacity. Audacity and nerve. <laughs> They're never without. Nope. Never without. The nigga <laughs> Well, thank you for I sharing. Was- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I would love to hear from a man about this uh, willingness to invite strangers into your home. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should bring somebody on who does that to talk about that. Because... <laughs> I'm start doing some research. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, you all big into your, you know, your friend group and see to whoever. I think that's the know, best candidate. I would definitely look into that because, and they better be truthful because I feel like all of them do it. All of them. Like, they really don't think you will not get blown away out here. Like, mm-hmm. they, I'm like, y'all need to be safe just like we do. Listen, right. Women about that action, too. Okay. Yeah. I guess I, we might get smoke. <laughs> I, I know a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I most definitely do. Cardi tried to tell him <laughs> <laughs> that she did. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, our next section is gonna be um, keep your head up. What? what? I was about to say, Britt, you ain't got me this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're gonna go a little different this week. It's not necessarily going to be a specific dating topic, but one of the reasons we have Oso right on this week is because she is an insecure enthusiast, as is uh, myself and Dr. Reese. Unfortunately. Um, Britt has never seen the show, so feel free to shame her. The email is I'm glad I got my girl oh, no, email.com. Send the hell la, 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 nope, nope. <laughs> So Britt's not gonna be able to participate a lot in this conversation. Um and with the insecure finale um on Sunday, we felt like this would be a great opportunity to discuss season four. Um woo. And a lot happened. I don't even know where to begin, but I'm, I'm just going to throw out one relationship and we'll just start there and and, and, and go from there. So a quick 30 minutes because a whole lot happened. Let's talk about Issa and Molly. Okay. Ooh. Okay. If I was Issa, if y'all were Issa, would you have answered that phone? Would you have met up with Molly at the diner at the end? Yes. I would have. And not... So I feel like with what Issa had just learned, she was probably in 
such a low place that she you need somebody to talk to so if Molly is the person who calls I'm gonna go because who else is gonna understand the nonsense I'm going through right now yeah, I agree with that and then also you know the the whole the whole thing with for Issa and Molly um, that was frustrating for me is can y'all please just talk <laughs> y'all please just talk and not talk about bullshit like just talk like whatever everything like just talk about it and so I feel like Issa probably deep down when she saw the she was she got the the call from Molly like she felt like it was maybe another opportunity for them to you know fix things um and like you said um Dr. Kim all of them like they that was such a huge piece of baggage that Issa had to to take on yeah that needed to 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 be talked about it that needed to be um dissected let me interject real quick um in case you haven't figured out by now if you haven't watched insecure just don't listen I, I figured that yeah. would apply. We haven't dropped any major bombs yet, but I just want to throw that out there. We'll tell you where to fast forward to in the um, description. True, 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 true. <laughs> my thing with um, Issa and Molly, it's like, I don't know, maybe because my best friendship dynamic is different. Like, I, just, I don't understand them sometimes. Um, me and my best friend have not argued a lot, but I can specifically remember one thing. Um, that she did not agree with. She was like, hey girl, don't do that no more. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was immediate. <laughs> it wasn't no weeks or months later. Like she was just sitting on it. It was like, hey, so you said this, um, don't do that no more. And we're good. <laughs> I just don't understand. I feel, okay, so with Issa and Molly, do you feel like Issa should have been the one to broach the conversation the first time they met up? So I feel like Issa never wanted to confront this. Like she, like when she um, reached out to Molly for them to meet up at the diner, I was so disappointed in Issa because <laughs> it was like because you can you can tell that there, that Molly was going through something with this friendship. Molly never fully put it out like they would have these kind of um these 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 head button head butting moments when they were together and so it's like you don't feel that Issa you can't tell that something is going on with your girl like she is she, something's wrong with her she mad <laughs> like she is mad you know what I'm saying so it's like why are you skirting around that there is an issue and that's how it continued to feel with with Issa um you know it's like so if Issa wasn't the one to say something, she definitely needed to to open up the floor so that Molly could, could talk. I think that Issa is largely non-confrontational. And I feel like she pretty much avoids conflict whenever she can help it. Um, so... Um, I understand their relationship pretty well because I feel like I've been an Issa and maybe I've been a Molly before too. Um, sometimes 
Uh, so, like, I have a friend who sometimes has made comments that I've side-eyed, but because I'm so non-confrontational, I didn't say anything. And then after a while, like, stuff kind of built up. Um, and y'all have heard some of the things that have happened. Um, I won't elaborate on them here. But, um, yeah, and so, like, then there's finally, like, a last straw that breaks the camel's back, and it's like, Oh, and then she's like, how we get here? Because this, 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 and this happened. And I'll admit to not addressing issues earlier, but there's also your part that you need to um, understand what you did as well. So, yeah. I get that because I, I too can be I can be either confrontational <laughs> or extremely non-confrontational. Uh, I think there's a middle ground for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I get it. It's just whew, I don't like you have two you have one I don't know somebody that's stubborn and just not willing um, to communicate or try to get down to the root of the issue and then one who's just kind of like well let's just glimmer over it um how do they end well hopefully these tragedies in their lives will bring them back together yeah which is sad oh and by the way also part of it i think is when the thing started really happening that we noticed at least Issa was busy trying to get that black party together and I don't know about y'all but when I got something like huge happening I don't have the mental space to be handling conflict with people let me do my work and let me finish this and then maybe we can get to this later and then well we know how that went they blew up yeah I agree I don't think Molly should have tried to talk to her at her event Uh, yeah that was wrong yeah, that definitely was not the place or time. Um, and I think I saw I saw this on social media, and I have to agree. I think um, Molly is so used to um, Issa being dependent upon her, and Issa has kind of grown into this new person, and she doesn't need Molly as much anymore, which has definitely shifted the dynamics of their relationship. I feel like. Molly needs Issa more than Issa needs Molly. So I feel like Molly needed Issa to do her emotional labor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Issa's always there when she calls her. And Molly, I hate when people are like this, <laughs> but she really had positioned herself as... Um, the one who was doing better, right? Like, if I'm doing better than my friend, mm-hmm. when she started getting it together, wait, who am I now? Right. As opposed to, oh, look at my friend who's doing well. Um, yeah, I need Molly to go spend some time on that therapist couch. And listen and take in with, what's that? Is it Dr. Gloria? What's her name? I don't remember. <laughs> Well, what I need her to listen to what Doctor Hunger. Woo! Yeah. All right. So, are y'all Team Nathan or Team Lawrence? I'm Team Lawrence. Yes, I've been Team Lawrence except for when Daniel came in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he 
fine. Oh, but even when Daniel was there, I was still team Lawrence. Like, yeah. But yeah, I am definitely team Lawrence. Um, Nathan is cool, you know. Um, but Lawrence and Issa just have history and they have they've built a lot and they understand each other. Like they really get each other in this like a weird kind of way. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely team Lawrence and um, I don't know, like Nathan Nathan is okay. Like he like he he's 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 a fun boy. <laughs> Nathan seems so meek to me, meek and mild. Yeah. <laughs> like real low key, like yeah, I'm Team Issa, so I want her to choose <laughs> whatever works for her. I don't really, I don't really care either way. I just want her to be happy. Um, but I will say before, what'd you say? I said apparently Lawrence makes her happy, right? Well, he did <laughs> before the season finale. Yeah, uh, because that episode when they went on that date and kind of just reconnected uh, and passed everything, like I was smiling at the TV for thirty minutes, me and they're like, "Just tease it at the TV." <laughs> like, and what so I'm excited. So what I was about to say, actually, about that episode, um, we hear women talk so much about like building men up for the next woman, and I remember thinking. Um, after Issa and Lawrence got back together, I was like, oh my word. She supported him through all of that and she's finally gonna get I don't want to say she's gonna reap the benefits, but she's mm-hmm. finally gonna um, be with the man he grew to be through that instead of another woman getting that man, which is what I feel like usually happens, right? Like, mm-hmm. you stay with a man, you hold him down, you support him, whatever, and when he gets on his feet, he off to the next woman, and that's who he gets married to or whatever. So I was like, oh my goodness, Issa's actually gonna reap the benefit. This doesn't happen in real life. I'm so happy for her. And then here he comes, talking about what him and Condola did. Okay, so are we Are we what? Are we not saying it? Oh no, we're gonna get there. We're gonna oh. like we're building up suspense. <laughs> Did y'all see that canola oil was uh, trending on, on Twitter? They are, they are, her name is Condola, but they are calling People her everything. Condolences. The fuck out of her name. Okay. Condola virus is my personal favorite. No. <laughs> canola oil. Cano, I saw. Oh, and if you're oh, if you're um under twenty five, go Google Kino so you know what I just said. Oh, yes, because um, I, I I know I ain't been following along, but you know I've been seeing a lot of Melanie Derwin references, Kino, oh. Dwayne Whitley references, so I kind of got a gist of what's going on with the whole Lawrence Issa Condola triangle. But I'm gonna still let y'all have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to jump in. Feel free. So, would yeah. were you all expecting Condola to be pregnant? No, I didn't. Nope. Just because so many people had already guessed it, I was mostly disappointed that people on social media had figured it out. Oh, I figured I either she that. was pregnant or had an STD. Like, I <laughs> 
Listen, if she had got a cure for what we wouldn't be in this predicament. <laughs> I, but I was leaning more towards um, pregnancy. So I, uh, if you all were in her situation, would you still continue to pursue Lawrence? If you were in Issa's situation, excuse me. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> would you still try to, to work it out? He's he's already moving to, to San Fran or to San Diego. No, San Fran. San Francisco. Yeah. Right. And now he got this baby on the way. Mm. Is that something that you, with a woman he's no longer with? Mm. Is that something that you, mm. how do you think you would handle that? Mm. So 25 year old me might have tried to make it work. No, 25 year old me definitely would have tried to make it work. 30 year old you, what would you Um... So the thing I love most about this show is how um, it makes us look at our, our own lives. And I love the commentary about it. And someone posted in a Facebook group about this show that um, Lawrence is a guy who does what's expected of him. Um, so like he subscribes to like most societal norms. So he's probably gonna try to make it work with Condola at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I would want to be trying to figure out a new relationship because, yeah, Issa and Lawrence have history, um, but they've both grown since they uh, since they split up. So I don't know if I would be wanting to figure out this relationship as he's trying to figure out how to co-parent in a different city. Like San Francisco is far from LA. So I don't know. I might have to put that on ice for a while. Oh, so right. Yeah. I would have to agree with, um, with Dr. Reese. Um, it would have to take a lot of consideration, a lot of um, discussion, a lot of planning. And I'm just talking about like, what you gonna do when I was pregnant? How's that gonna look? And then I wanna know, what does it look like a year from now? You know, what does it look like, you know, 10 years from now? Like, just. We don't have to talk about this whole thing from the as much detail as possible because that's a huge decision to make on, you know, on Issa's part. Like talking about because initially she was she was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like she was she's like, yeah, we can make this work. Like if we want this, we can make this work. And so that to me seems like she was willing or even considering moving to San Francisco. You know, whatever that that looked like for them to be together. So, you know, throwing a baby in the mix, like while it does muddy the waters a lot, um, is it doesn't have to be so much that if they really want it to work, that they can't figure out how to make it work. Um, you know, because it really, it, but it would be a matter of does he. Is is there a possibility that Lawrence will want to be with Condola for the baby's sake? Like, mm. Is that even a possibility? Like, does he think about it at all? 
You know what I'm saying? And so that 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 whole situation, they're gonna they, they definitely gonna have to put it on ice so that they can really kind of evaluate the next movie. That's a lot. My initial reaction, because I personally am in love with the idea of being in love, um, sucker for being in relationships. I think that I would try to make it work. Um, but you all brought up some very valid points. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, uh, and Lawrence is the, the guy to, to try to do the right thing. But at the same time, that doesn't always work out. So maybe I could be the one to talk sense to him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to not do the right thing? <laughs> to not marry her just because she's pregnant or be one because she's pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. Because the thing about something that Condola said that um, kind of struck me was, you know, she did she, she didn't want to, she wasn't ready to have a baby when she was married. But she was yeah. ready. To and potentially, she's okay with doing it, being a a single mother. She said Lawrence could be as involved as he wants, which, whatever. Lawrence gonna be involved. We know that. Exactly. <laughs> and who wants a man that's out here creating kids that he ain't helping take care of? Like, what? Hello? I'm gonna voluntarily be with you and know you a bad daddy? No! Hmm. <laughs> um, I lost my whole train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, you are right. You are right. It's just, uh, oh, like, it's, it's, they finally are just having their, their moment. And it's just condola virus. It's condola virus. Just, <laughs> it's came out everything just like coronavirus. Just, just wrecked it all. And I will say, I'm kind of disappointed that condola ended up pregnant because, I mean, it immediately took me back to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? Melanie though, Melanie was such a bitch about it. Oh, like, she was horrible. She oh, was she drugged. Didn't she DNA test the baby? Yes. Yeah. Like, and this was the baby was good and like a toddler by that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Melanie, Melanie was a was a bitch about, about the situation. Like she was immature about it. Like petty. She was horrible. And that's yeah, the, the difference. Yeah, like why Lawrence and Issa can work can can make this work. Um, I think that if it's really clear <clears throat> that Condola and Lawrence do not have a future, you know, Issa and Lawrence can figure this out. And I did want to say something about that uh, about Condola talking about not being ready with her husband. I don't want to shame Condola in that. Only because, like, we don't know what the situation was with that with that husband. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was not someone that needed to have children. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. And Condola also, I don't know what her like. We don't we don't know her health. We don't know if this is maybe her. Do you feel like the last time that she'll be able to have a baby? You know what I'm saying? Like. We don't know. So I really want to be careful about that because I, I, I know that that was going around like you would rather have a baby with, you know, some man that's, that's not yours. Well, if that if she really wants a baby, <laughs> that's the opportunity to have that baby. You know what I'm saying? And she knows this weekend that it's going to step up. Like Lawrence is not going to be no, you can be involved as, as much as much as a little as you want. She knows that Lawrence is, is going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like as a woman that had a baby with a man that uh, 
<laughs> is uh, not the, the best human. Um, I understand, like, you... If you if you are are pregnant and you are pregnant with with a child that you know you know that you that you, you want to raise that you're ready to raise and he wants to raise or he can raise or he will raise, hey, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to make what's the best choice that's for you as well. And I mean, yeah. Condola looks like you know she's financially stable, indeed, <laughs> homeowner. Yep. So I guess that aspect of it, but. You're, you're right. I won't shame her <laughs> for that. Go ahead, Britt. So, I mean, yeah. I just kind of got the Cliff Notes version of what happened earlier today <laughs> with everything. But it's like you said, the show definitely sounds like it makes you reflect on your own life and just what you would do in certain situations. So, like, surprisingly, like, three years ago, I was in a similar situation. Like, a guy that I had had history with, you know, we had known each other since college. We reconnected and I'm thinking this is about to be our second chance, like to, to do something. And so he, um, we got back to talking. We were talking for an entire month before he told me that he had um, a child. Okay. Well, you know, people have children, you know, so I'm like, even though that's not really my preference, at first I'm like you know what I think this might be our second chance okay how old's your child nine months I'm like nine months that's a baby uh <laughs> and, you, and you just had that baby like that baby is fresh out the cooch so of course you know I'm thinking <laughs> I'm like what is your situation with the the mother and you know he's swearing up and down that you know there's no situation they're not together they're co-parenting and I'm like, that's really easy to say, but in, in my mind, I'm like, you all are going to start bonding over moments that this child has. And you're going to look at this child and like, oh, this child has my eyes and they have your nose and this lips. And you all are going to, I don't know, I feel like you're going to feel some kind of way, you know, once you get in that moment. And even if you're not trying to um, be anything but co-parents with a person, you can't help but like bond with them over like this little person that you created and so I wasn't willing you know after and I posed all of these things to him I was just like you know are you ready for that I'm like because you all are like watching this little person develop you know and you all could have a moment where it's like we should be together and make sure they have like the best life possible and I'm not trying to catch feelings or get too caught up with you and this happens so like maybe had the child been a little bit older willing to you know kind of go that route but if I were Issa I would like you said Kim I would definitely put it on ice for a minute just so they can figure the situation out you know talk about it more not to say she needed to just ice them all together but just let him wrap his head around this first yeah. you know and then bring her into the equation once him yeah. and Condola got some stuff figured out because you get yeah, like that's that's a whole different ballgame like relationships are one thing but being a parent is another you know and I feel like trying to juggle both you know might be a lot and Issa might get put on the back burner because of that you know um and so she needs to take that into consideration too because there's one thing you can't really argue about is like you putting your child first you know like how what am I what I look like saying oh you can go to that PTA meeting but you can't take me to this concert like you know what I look like saying that you know because I've been in that situation too and I'm like 
yeah, I would be a real jerk if I said some mess like that. So, right. um, even though I have not been invested as long as y'all have with Insecure, you know, I'm, I'm team Issa. So I'm hoping whatever she wants, she gets, you know, and it's, it's the best thing for her. But yeah, when I heard about that today, I was like, I, I literally thought about Melanie and Derwin, but <laughs> I was like, ugh. Like, Ooh, I wanna, can I add something for a second? Thank, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You raised an excellent point. Um, I wanted to just... uh, (laughs) One major difference between what happened on Insecure and the game is that Issa did not sacrifice for Lawrence the way that Mm. Melanie sacrificed for Derwin. Because she gave him copies, honey. She gave up. He must have put it on. I know, right? For him to ride the bench for the San Diego (laughs) Sabres. I'm like... Nigga. <laughs> and so and not to justify because she was she did not take that well at all but no. um and she yeah. threw it up every chance she could too yeah like sometimes I'm, I just want to be like boo you should you should just go back and apply to John Hopkins kid mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all about to make me go her parents would have been happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean and that's a whole nother like how much sacrifice is too much um, mm. I'm kind of at the point where I feel like I have uh, given enough um, mm. I believe in reciprocity so yeah, Love that word. yeah. Mm. Lauren Hill taught me that word <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Lawrence immediately told Isa though yeah, yeah. Like, try to wade and you know lollygag and pussyfoot around he just he and he looks so hurt like yeah. I just wanted to just take him in and give him a hug when he was giving her that that news and I really like how they shot that too with the back and forth um, somebody else said that too oh, y'all make me want to go look at it do it uh, you should <laughs> you should <laughs> get that seven day free trial <laughs> but sometimes they do 30 day free trials I'll be on the lookout for you so you can get the okay okay but what yeah. is it so I was texting Lex afterwards and I was like hold on they weren't even together that long why were they smashing raw in the first place <laughs> like uh but it sounds like he was saying what did he say I thought I he said I thought I was um being I thought we were careful. careful. But what does that mean? Does that mean pulling out? Pull out. <laughs> <laughs> or like is it like she was on the pill, but then if she had to go take antibiotics, that don't matter. Like mm. So there there are a lot a lot of factors, yeah, that play into them being careful. That's so interesting because mm-hmm. there was a whole thing about insecuring condoms, like that first right. thing. <laughs> Like the first two seasons, <laughs> to the point where they had to put a condom on the nightstand on one episode. Issa had to pull a condom up out of her for y'all to be like, "Oh, that's I, oh. I got oh. Issa condoms." Well, at least she yeah, Brit, please. Okay. okay, I'm just in here like, was she holding on to it for safekeeping? Like, what? Her TSA bag, and they was getting it in, and when they was done, he was like, "Yo, where the condoms?" And she's like. So she goes to the bathroom, squats over a mirror, <laughs> trying to pull it out. On the wow. Mirror. I was terrified. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Gotta but, be a bad oh, Maybe that happened to Issa, I mean, to um, Condola. You know, they would 
kind of got lost. Yeah. Some sperm was like, I'm free. In the sun. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um uh what's the child's name? Molly and uh what Asian Bay. What is it? Andrew. Andrew. I'm seeing Andrew in this situation. <laughs> Um, and I'm glad that he fi- he always telling her to go talk to Issa about whatever, but he ain't told Molly about his feelings. So I'm listen, glad that he- <laughs> I really like them together initially. Um, but it's like he was always making sacrifices for her. She's like, oh, I got to work. And he's like, oh, okay. Then when they do go out, he had made plans because he was so used to her canceling that he canceled plans with his friends. You know, he's trying to balance his relationship with his brother and his girlfriend. But what was she doing? So do y'all, I've seen some speculations on the internet. Do y'all think they broke up? Oh, no. Um, I feel like that could have went either way. Like, really. Because if... Because neither one of them seem like they really want to do the work. You know what I mean? Like, neither one of them look like they really, like, all the way in it. Um, so, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's more in it than her. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I think that he's more into her, but he's, he seems like he's ready to walk away. True. I think having to... I don't want to say corral... But dealing with Molly seems exhausting. (laughs) Right? Like, um, whoever, like, has custody of her is like, ah! (laughs) 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 Like, I feel like having to, especially, like, while she's going through this with Issa, having to gently check her and also like assuage her ego is a a tough game and I think it gets exhausting after a while and that's why well that's just part of why none of her relationships have worked in the past um but something serious had to happen for her to call Issa it wasn't just like oh we had a regular chat and watched the basketball game it could have been so. if they worked through it and you know they, they made they came to some sort of agreements or Andrew was like, you just want a relationship, you don't want me. Because mm-hmm. he brought up some valid points at the end. And like on a Molly front, I've been that person who has postponed several of dates because of work. Because um, I mean, there have literally been some times where I am supposed to be off at five. That closer didn't come in <laughs> and I am there till 11. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that has definitely um, been me. And I've even had you know somebody say, you know, I understand, but you keep canceling. It's like, I'm looking forward to seeing you, but I have a life too. Um, it's not fair. Um, so, you know, you do want to take that, that, that other person's feelings into consideration. And I don't think that it's something that Molly's just ever thought about. She's just always like, Oh, my boyfriend will mind. Like when, um, she was at work and, um, one girl, one of the lawyers was like, I have to go home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my stay. kids are eating flour or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I was hmm. like, oh, 
Molly could have left, I feel like. She yeah. could have left, but she's like, oh, no, my boyfriend will understand. And then even, I had text, um, also right, I'm not about to have my heart set on Indian food all day. I've been thinking about this Indian food all day. You come up in here with Chinese food. We gonna box. We are going. That would. That's what I would have the conversation like. Look, this is not working. You are selfish. You are inconsiderate. You didn't even ask me if you was a Chinese. Maybe I wanted sesame chicken instead of General Souls chicken. Like no, no. Mm-mm. Especially when you think about that food all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my, I just feel like Molly's inconsiderate and just only sees her in the in the picture instead of you know her the the other half. Yeah, like dealing. She's a lot of emotional labor, a whole lot, and I don't know. You need the patience, the patience of Job to deal with her. <laughs> I really do feel like that. Yeah. Um, I I hope that they work it out though. I hope so. I like Andrew. I like I Andrew really better do. than Molly. And I feel like if she can can work on compromising and think about him sometimes, they. Now let me ask you this: Would you be able to? How would you have reacted with the whole brother situation? Like, would you have went to the basketball game? I would have went. I would have went to the game, but I'm ignoring your brother. Right, I just know where to keep your brother. You know, from here top, like, I'm here with you, and you here with him. So, right, <laughs> yeah. like, and yeah. that's it. It's gonna be. But yeah, I would go. Like, that's that's why I'm like Molly. You know, like, like you said, not thinking about anybody else except her because she is not being empathetic to Andrew at all. Like she has not thought about him in the relationship at all. And so it's like, girl, come on. You can't, so yeah, I think that, um, like you said, she's a lot. She's just a lot to deal with, a lot to handle. And if she's not going to make changes and hopefully she, she starts to see like Issa, Andrew, maybe you're the common denominator. Maybe it's you. You know, so maybe she'll she'll connect that and really start to do the work that Dr. Homegirl was trying to tell me. <laughs> and now that I think about it, remember the reason she told Issa that she didn't want to involve Andrew and in finding an artist for the block party was because she wanted to protect that relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't tell on any other front that you're trying to protect. Right. right. She was just being petty. She was just right. being petty. That's all that was. Call it what it was. Just being petty. So, yeah. Because I mean, it wasn't like she was asking her to do anything unreasonable. Um, right. She wasn't. She was like, "Girl, can your man come strip at my birthday party?" I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is awkward, but if you if you could just do me this one salad, I mean, <laughs> yo. But no, it really was. The, the pettiest that she could that that, that um, Molly could do because y'all said earlier Molly always the one that you know was coming to Issa's rescue like like Issa needed something from Molly and Issa didn't need nothing from Molly for this block party didn't need nothing the only thing that Issa needed from Molly was to connect her with Andrew <laughs> like. 
And then how you gonna be mad because she worked around it? It wasn't like she didn't compromise her relationship. She wasn't mad that she worked around it. She was mad that she succeeded. Yeah. There we go. Uh, come on, snaps. Um, and last but not least, why I am not a mother, I have several mother friends and I, I know that postpartum is real and I was hoping that they were going to address that this season because um, that first episode with Tiffany and the baby they made a few comments then at that block party I was like yo Tiff Tiff needs some help <laughs> um, so for them to have addressed that this this episode um, it, I, I enjoyed that her husband I from the outside looking in seems like a wonderful man <laughs> um I, how, how do we feel about um, them dissecting we're not dissecting going into uh, tiff's postpartum yeah i definitely appreciated that conversation um i i'm you know i'm, I'm really ambivalent about Derek, like, I'm just, I don't know where I stand with him. <laughs> he's, he seems like a, like a, a good guy. Like, he seems like he's good for her, but they don't really dig very deep into their relationship. I mean, he cheated on, on Tiffany, um, stayed in a hotel, I guess. Um, but I'm, I'm, I understand the need to have to, to go away. To, to step aside, and I'm glad that they they pretty much brought it into uh, the conversation. Um, yeah, because when I but I, I mean, and I'm, I I really enjoyed the build up to it. You know, like the the different ways that they would show Tiffany acting out, whatever. Like she said at that block party. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, like, I'm gonna go home. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a ride. <laughs> like, I just got here. I'm trying to turn up. Like, you go ahead. <laughs> um, I, you mentioned something that I had kind of forgotten about. I hope that they bring it back or tie it all together in season five. Um, we never did really find out why Derek had slept in the hotel. At the hotel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So I'm hoping that'll be tied into the to the hopefully what will be Tiffany getting some help in season five to deal with the um, postpartum uh, depression and the new addition to their lives that they that they were not ready for married and all just that's right not planning on having this baby yet. Yeah, um, I appreciated the way they did that, but then I got on social media after the show and. I feel like most women understand what postpartum depression is and how it works. But there were people posting stuff like people calling her selfish and um, self-centered and insensitive and they were thoughtless. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. And I was just stunned. Like, how is it not clear to you that she has postpartum depression? But then I read the comments and I was like, oh, all the women get this. Oh. Because <laughs> so. I didn't have a homeboy text me like, what's going on with this? <laughs> 
So I'm hoping at some point they make it explicit and they name it because a significant portion of viewers don't seem to understand what that is. Okay. Kind of like with Nathan when he disappeared and came back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They finally named that. So hopefully they'll they'll make that a little clearer in season five. Hopefully season five will be able to shoot. Hopefully coronavirus will just... (sighs) When they showed that that Kobe and Gigi mural, I was like, damn, we must have barely got this season. Listen, and mm. our president is out here talking about if we test fewer people coming <laughs> the way. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all president. Yeah, I don't have a president. Listen. <laughs> I, li- I'm a, I live in a free nation. <laughs> 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 <Listen. laughs> but uh, this season was so... And I'm mad at Issa though because when it came, when I saw it was coming on at 10:20, I just knew it was gonna get an extra 20, uh, extra 10 minutes. Excuse me, yeah, extra 10 minutes. I thought we was gonna get 40 minutes instead of 30. She played me. Uh- <laughs> 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 but this season was, I, I really, Issa can do no wrong in regards to insecure. I just, <laughs> I, I loved it. Any final thoughts, ladies? Thing. I just I enjoyed it. Um, Insecure is just such a good show. I'm always so excited. I'm always the most excited about the music on the show. Ooh. Brittany, you would love the music on the yeah. show. Yeah. Right. Oh, I look, I look up the, the playlist music. on Spotify. Oh, okay. So I may not be tuned into the show, but I definitely have the playlist saved. Good. And Good. I heard she got some unreleased tracks too. I'm uh, I'm hoping uh some of this stuff get released. You know, I'm like that's that's some boss moves right there where you can have some some tracks that ain't even out yet on oh, your show. She's doing her thing. Yeah. I um I'm sad to see it go because that was the one basically because all the other shows it's summer um so that was like my one kind of escape from reality every week so now i gotta go back to raw dog and reality in 2020 (laughs) right (laughs) racial rebellion in a global pandemic have either of you all watched um i may destroy you no, but What's I heard that? somebody talking about it on another um, podcast, so it sounds like something I need to check out. This on well. HBO as well. Um, with oh, well, uh, Michaela, Michaela Cohen. Mine. Um, chewing bubble gum. Chewing yeah, gum. she's a, chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> chewing bubble gum. <laughs> Her. It's only two episodes in, but I enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoyed it, so that'll that'll still give me some Sunday night joy. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, it will give me some Sunday night joy. All right, all right. Well, are y'all ready for? I got my homegirl standing to my left and my right. Um, we got two letters this week. <laughs> we we busting y'all. Uh, oh shoot. <laughs> no follow up. I'm gonna email old girl from last week because I want to know. I want to know too. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. So this, we're going to call her Sunshine. She says, if the person you are dating is having financial struggles, do you offer financial assistance or watch them struggle? Hmm. 
Um, it depends on how long we've been together uh-huh. uh, and how much of a struggle they're in because if we talk in maybe a utility okay but if we're talking rent or mortgage car note child support you know some some big ones I'm, I, I don't know I might have to uh refer him to some loan companies um maybe suggest a little instacart or uber eats on the side from the main job you know um but yeah maybe we could figure something out like about him getting another little side hustle but yeah that's that's a hard one um you know because a lot of people are not good about either giving or lending money like that's that's an, another conversation within itself with the two of them is just how they are with money like are is it going to be some sort of payment plan set up like are you going to pay it back are you just giving him the money like ugh. and then that's a weird conversation to even have like ugh. i don't know look what do y'all think <laughs> so i have been in a situation where i loaned someone money um on multiple occasions. Um, would I do that now? Um, it really depends on a number of things. So, like Britt was saying, it depends on how much you're asking. But also, like, how'd you get in this situation? So, you know your rent or your mortgage is coming up every month. <laughs> so, did you go to Vegas and blow all your money? And now you can't pay your mortgage or did um, you have some kind of massive emergency that required all of your capital and now you need a little bit of help? Um, make some assumptions here. Uh, okay. Sunshine, you can email us um, if we're wrong. But I'm going to say, let's say this is due to coronavirus. And maybe okay. he was furloughed. And, you know, let's say he got unemployment, but it's not, you know, what he's used to to making. Again, an assumption, this man might just be irresponsible. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I do think it depends on the length of time. I've been, um, you've been with someone and, you know, what your relationship looks like. If we just started talking two weeks ago, no. Right. Um, absolutely not. But if this is, you know we've been rocking for let's say a year and I, I know you I may consider it I'm not going to give you more than I can afford to lose right or something that I'm uncomfortable with and it's not going to be no every month situation agreed um, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with oh okay a friend of mine um, and I hope to get to this point. I'm not there yet, but hopefully someday I will. She said that one of her family members, maybe like a cousin who has done like really well, said everybody has one time to come to him for money. One. Um, whether, whether you pay it back or not, you got one time. So, and then one time I'll show you who you are. Right. So mm -hmm. after you come that one time, you can't come back. So, um, I like that policy. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, even if it's coronavirus related, I'm more willing to help because this was so sudden. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, everything is unstable, right? So I need to make sure that I have what I need to cover myself for a good little while before I go helping other folks. Right. All right. Uh, this episode... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm... I was just going to say, we're running a little long. I'm going to jump into the second letter. She gave us a, a very short question. She's going to get a short answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need details, honey. <laughs> so we are going to call this young lady. Somebody give me a name. Samantha. Bonita Applebaum. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> Bonita <laughs> said, so I've been dating this guy for about a year now, and he lives a few hours from me. I always make the effort to drive and see him, but he does not make the same effort. We had made plans a few weekends ago for me to drive down to see him. The night before my departure, he sent me a text saying, hey, sweetness, can we take a rain check? This weekend just isn't going to work for me. No legit explanation, just a rain check. And this is not the first time he's flaked out on me. Sometimes he runs hot and cold. It's like trying to jump into a game of double dutch. Should I continue with the shenanigans or just move on? Bonita, you know what to do, girl. Right. No. Wait, how long did she say they were dating again? About a year. Uh, and this still and wait. Uh, okay, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, oh well, yes, yeah, she didn't give us a lot of details because I'm like, and he has he ever come to see her? Like, is she always doing the one the one doing the traveling? Hope not for it. Um, she said I always make the effort to drive and see him, but does he he does not make the same effort. Oh no, and it's almost been a year. Yeah, no. I'm just a mess. Oh no, girl! No. You don't want to just tell people you got a boyfriend. You want to be in a <laughs> why? This big kitchen's boyfriend. Benita, you call this uh-uh. again? Like, uh-uh. <laughs> sis, uh, uh-uh. let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> no, for real, let it go. Cause yeah, he ain't coming to see you, and then like all of a sudden he'll just go cold on you too. He got somebody else there. Like, I don't think you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. How much much damage she's doing to her car? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, for real. Oh, please. Six hours. Adulthood makes you think. Yeah, this is what adulting is all about. Exactly. And she's been doing this for over a year or about a year? Nah, son. Yeah, he be kicking in on them oil changes. And I, you know, tell you something i well you know i'd probably go anyway just to see if you need closure uh <laughs> that's true that's true if he gave me that rain check thing i'd be like oh, okay but yeah i pull up like, <laughs> what makes this weekend bad we're in a pandemic you can't go nowhere where are you going mm. or at least you shouldn't mm. be going nowhere mm. mm-mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so right, you got anything to tell Benita? Um, just basically that she she needs to let him go. That is absolutely a no. A year in, and you are like y'all all said, the wear and the tear in your car. Girl, <laughs> no, bye. She knew she, she knew mm-hmm. the answer to that when she wrote that in. Though. And she like knew. you said, yep, in the middle yep, yep. of a pandemic. Like if I get one more text. They say when we gonna see each other. We not. 
<laughs> because <laughs> I, I've been in the house. I know what I've been doing. I saw mm-hmm. you on Facebook. You was giving haircuts in your house. You've <laughs> been back and forth to a different city. You have been living your best life. I'm not about to risk my life. <laughs> right? Because Corona is killing people. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not about to risk it all. And if I'm in a relationship and you tell me in the midst of a pandemic, it's not a good weekend, what you doing? <laughs> right. If I'm in the house and you supposed to be in the house. Listen, Benita, don't send me no update unless it's I, I left him alone. Okay, girl? <laughs> For real. For or real. Or you found out what was really going on. Now, if you got oh, that type man. of update, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe he... Well, I don't want to wish him. Never mind. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I've been in a similar situation with Benita. Um, he would never let... But the difference was he would never let me come there. But he always uh, asked for a rain check when it was time to come see me. And we did that for almost a year. And so I was like, why won't you let me come see you? Because I'll say he maybe an hour and a half away. That ain't nothing. I do that in traffic, like with my eyes closed. So I'm like, why won't you let me come there? I mean, what does it look like if I let you come here first and I'm the man and I'm supposed to be courting you? I said, well, as of right now, you're not courting me because you ain't come here either. So I'm trying to like at least you know, meet you halfway and I'll do the first visit and then you can come do the second visit. But he refused to let me come and like see him. But he would always, something always would happen when he was supposed to come see me. And so I was like, you know what? I said, I'm done. I said, something's going on with you. I don't know what it is. I have my suspicions, but I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but I am about to jump out this whole situation shit we got going because this is irritating. So, Benita need to do the same. Listen, uh, Benita, today's quote of the day is dedicated to you, girl. Um, you need to take it to heart. It's from my second favorite character on Living Single, Kyle Barker. Uh, mm. I am everything, and everything is me. <laughs> I love it. I am everything, and everything is me. <laughs> I distinctly see him in the mirror yeah, right I now. Okay. <laughs> That's a hard home, girl. Um, there's better out there for you. Leave, leave him alone. Mm, yes. You are everything, mm-hmm. sis. Um, that wraps up another episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. Thank you so much. Oh, so right for being here today. Thank you, oh, so right. Thank you. I had a great time, y'all. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. I'll definitely be back. All right. Well, episode four is in the books and we'll see you guys next week. Next week. Bye.